Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show, our theme, Christianity and its relationship to politics and pop culture. Today, another program which reflects on some of the practices we get used to as Christians, so used to them that too often we stop questioning and evaluating them and reflecting on what we're really doing. Back in the year 1980, I was a summer school student at a seminary. I did campus ministry during the year, and then in the summertime, I went to seminary taking five classes each summer. Now, I went that whole summer of 1980, one of those four summers of seminary, I went that whole summer without attending church. That's right, the whole summer, and I never missed it. A seemingly shameful confession from a seminary student. Now, wait, before you pray for my soul, hear the reasons. Hear the irony. Ironically, I had, in just the previous few years, developed an extremely high view of church. And it was because of this high view that I refused to attend. I hadn't always had a high view. I was led to Christ in the early 70s as a college student when Christians were making an important distinction between simply attending church and really knowing Jesus, really having a personal relationship with him. Sure, we still needed some fellowship, but basically this new and cool relationship with God personally, well, that was enough. Naturally, it didn't take long for me to fall flat on my face and realize that this relationship doesn't work too well without help from other forgiven sinners. I began studying the New Testament's teaching on the church. I figured there must be some reason why church was talked about so much. As it turned out, I found a lot of reasons, and most of them were issued in the form of commands. There was the command to worship together. There was the command to disciple others. There was the command to hold each other mutually accountable. There was the command to submit to church authorities. There was the command to use our gifts for the betterment of the body. There was the command to reach out to the surrounding community. I already mentioned I was doing campus ministry in these days. At that time, I did run a parachurch campus ministry at UC Santa Barbara. For those who need a definition here, parachurch is an invented expression to justify organizations which are church-like but not church titled. To their credit, such entities were created to meet a need which the real church, quote unquote, had overlooked. Examples are numerous from Christian Businessmen's Association to Navigators to InterVarsity to Campus Ambassadors, my own organization. Now, mind you, Campus Ambassadors was a bit different in that it strongly encouraged church involvement as part of the discipleship program. In fact, part of my job was to inform students that simply attending a church on Sunday morning was not enough. One must get authentically and biblically involved. The problem, of course, was that if any of my students ever took this notion seriously, they would be more committed to their churches and less committed to campus ambassadors. A scary idea, since, frankly, I needed them to keep our ministry going. Besides, if I was doing the job of leading students to Christ and training them in leadership, why should some other organization waltz in and take the bread which they never helped bake? Still, I was conscientious enough to do my job and teach on the importance of church involvement, and as part of that teaching, I did make it very clear that we, Campus Ambassadors Santa Barbara, were not a church. To my surprise, a student 
openly disagreed with me right in the middle of my special church seminar. He said, but Bob, we do all these things you said were important. Right here on this campus, in this group, we have mutual accountability. We worship. We use our gifts. We reach out with evangelism to the campus, and the campus is our community. Now, I must admit... It made me think. I thought about our weekly evening Bible study fellowship time, recalling an observation which I had never paid too much attention to. It occurred to me that if we were meeting on Sunday morning instead of Monday nights, if an organ were being played instead of a guitar, organs were much more common in churches in those days. We still have them, but they were much more common in those days. So if an organ were being played instead of a guitar, if we were meeting in a chapel instead of my living room, if I were dressed in a suit instead of jeans and a t-shirt, if I were giving my message from a podium rather than sitting in a chair, everyone would view us as a church, and yet not one of these visible familiarities is a New Testament test for being a church. They are instead optional traditions. I didn't admit it at the time, but the young whippersnapper know-it-all student was right. We have done funny things today with labels. We defend the existence of parachurch groups on the basis that the church isn't getting the job done. Well, if an organization is acting more like a church than the church, maybe it is the church. My purpose here is not to get into a lengthy discussion of campus ministry. It's just that my parachurch background was an excellent atmosphere with which to think through the myths and preconceptions we have about Christian community. The New Testament word for church is ecclesia, referring to a called-out assembly of people. It is fitting that the church has a simple definition because it has an important task, and important tasks don't need complication. Our task? To bring people into the family of God and then treat them like a family. Admittedly, some of the confusion comes from different usages of the term. Church was used in both a universal and and local sense. Universally, it referred to all born-again Christians, past, present, and future, dead or alive. I know it sounds like I'm reading a wanted poster in the post office. All Christians, past, present, and future, dead or alive, adopted by God as his children, making up a family which is so close positionally that it is viewed by God in a singular sense. For example, in the book of Ephesians, Paul called this church the Bride of Christ. At the same time, the New Testament Testament referred to local churches. In the book of Acts, Paul appointed elders in every church, we're told. So you see the word being used a little differently. These local assemblies have the same purpose as the larger body, only on a smaller scale. The universal church reaches the world. The local church reaches its neighborhood, or at least starts there. Back to the summer of 1980. Again, I was a summer school student living in Santa Barbara for most of the year and living in Denver for only a few months. Fellow campus ambassador staff on a similar schedule, and we had a special arrangement with Denver Seminary to go to seminary there in the summertime. Fellow CA staff seemed to think it was proper to attend church on Sunday morning while we were all living out in Denver, going to school together. Now, the previous summer, I had done likewise. I went with them out of habit and guilt, mostly. This particular summer, 1980, I was analyzing the situation. Why go to church? For teaching? I have five seminary classes 
classes this summer. I believe that's enough teaching, okay, fellowship? But the campus ambassador staff are getting together every Wednesday night for a potluck, Bible study, prayer time, share time. Okay, involvement? Well, sure, if there was some local church that wanted to trust some ministry to someone who's only going to be around here for a few months, and Denver for most of the year was not my home, was not my community. As it turned out, Sunday became my morning to sleep in, my morning to stay in bed with its comfortable spring mattress. I called it Living Springs Christian Fellowship. Ladies and gentlemen, here I am many years later. I'm in my 60s. I'm looking back. Let me tell you, I have never regretted it. Once again, it came as a result of a high view of church. Don't misunderstand me. There would have been nothing wrong if I had wanted to attend some church on Sunday morning, but it was not necessary because it was not community involvement. My hope is that by discovering what church isn't, we will have a more accurate understanding of what the church is. Anyway, I still saw the Rocky Mountains that summer, and I didn't mind that chipmunks don't sing hymns. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.